The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Thunder Rosa, and Tommy Dreamer talk about the new big signing, Ric Flair, with a multi-year deal with AEW. We break it down, get Thunder's take being a part of the AEW family. Also, Crown Jewel taking place tomorrow. We break it down with Justin Labar right now on the Busted Open Podcast. News broke yesterday after our show that Ric Flair has officially become all elite, signed a multi-year deal with AEW. Also, uh, his Woo Energy Drink is going to be the official energy drink of AEW. So... You know, Thunder, what was your first thought of, like, the Nature Boy Ric Flair being a part of AEW? They say they're going to have the energy drinks in the talent, uh, you know. Locker uh, rooms. Locker rooms, thank you. Uh, I'm excited about that because I always need an energy drink for for commentary. So I'm interested to, like. Drink the well, I think it's going to be on the commentary desk as well. Like it's, well, I, yeah, I'm that's sure for, it's going to get that yeah. for the American. We are in the other side, David. Let me tell you that. So we're not on TV. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it's, it's going to be interesting to see what role like he it really is going to have. I mean, as always, we expect speculate what he's going to do. I, I mean, I can think of one easy one. He can, you know, definitely manage Andrade. Then that will be very interesting. Um, or if he is going to be taking a role as the one that uh, so many other veterans have taken and where they've taken somebody under the wing that is new and they want to get over, I think that will be also really, really good. I, I love when uh, veterans do that. They take people under their wing and then really get them over or help them get them over with everything, with character development, with promos, with stories, because I think they're the ones who like push push a little bit more to do that in um, whoever is going to be working with him. Um, it's going to be interesting. And hopefully they're, they're willing to learn and they're willing to uh, really take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah. And Tommy, I mean, for you, you know, knowing that Ric Flair is going to be a part of AEW, like, do you have any ideas of like, how would you use Ric Flair? Uh, man, good question. I think first, 
he's going to hang out with Sting. He kind of told that to Sting. Yeah. Um, and be there for Sting. Uh, to Thunder Rose's point, you know, Ric Flair is uh, beyond a household name. Ric Flair uh, is a is an ambassador for his brand um, and like helps people with star power. Um, I don't know. I think Andrade is a great one because he yes. has, you know, done stuff with him. And maybe that could take Andrade to the next level uh, perception wise, not talent wise, because he's super talented. Um I don't know. Um, I think anything in the sense of, I mean, just picture him and MJF, even if they walk that aisle together. Um, I'm not saying having a match, but if he's somehow like does something or if he opposes somebody that doesn't like MJF and then you could have a nice little uh, back and forth on the microphone. Um, I liked what I saw with him and Christian. Um Christian taking certain wrestlers under his uh, wing, like Thunder Rosa has talked about, like Jack Perry, like uh, Luchasaurus, Nick Wayne has not only elevated them, but it's also elevated Christian. Um, But also Christian is still very, very great in the ring. Um, I don't know Ric Flair's health. I don't really think Rick should be wrestling, but Rick walking that aisle, Rick helping somebody, can really really uh be helpful uh and hopefully it uh boosts the ratings for aew and then you're talking about you know how they're going to use the nature boy rick flair and tommy i love what you said man imagine if there's a feud between andrade and mjf and you're having just a promo battle between mjf and the nature boy rick flair like this is one, you know, we talk about fantasy matchups, right? On this show all the time. Like, imagine if you could take a great from one era and put them in the ring. You know, we talk about like a, you know, a Stone Cold Steve Austin and a CM Punk, you know, like different stars from other eras, you know, a Hulk Hogan and a John Cena. Well, when it comes to promo battles, can you think of a better promo battle than the Nature Boy, Ric Flair and MJF, Tommy? Uh, it'll be one for the ages. Yeah. Um, I mean, Hey, if you go think about what business did nature boy, buddy Rogers have to do with Jimmy Snuka? Like mm-hmm. what purpose did he serve? Nothing, he, but he, he basically, yeah, but he gave Jimmy Snuka that, Hey, he's a baby face. He's going to be the guy, blah, blah, blah. If you really, you know, think about that, it, you know, he had his Rogers corner, uh, but it really helped put Jimmy, though Jimmy, I felt, would have been skyrocketed anyway, but gave him that extra style and class that Jimmy, I guess, at the time needed. And But, I mean, he used to walk into the ring, and those pitchers, it was like, wow, he's hanging out with Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. It's the Tommy, same thing that you have with Ric Flair. Tommy, I think, uh, you know, that's very important. It's something that I, I uh, advocated, and I've been advocating for a minute. Every time that they are signing a veteran, and somebody such as him, such as Sting, such, oh my God, there's so many, you know, Dustin Rhodes, like we have so many. It's like, use them to really catapult the new talent um, because some some of them, yeah, they're great in the ring, but we, we miss some things that we still haven't been able to like really grasp. And that's that's the kind of stuff that you're talking about, like the storytelling, the uh, just 
give them that little boost that's going to help them um, really de define or redefine who their character is going to be for, you know, futures yep. and they can be become the future legends. Um, I think this is when we sign people like this is very important that they're used wisely because otherwise I feel like it's a waste of time. Yeah. I mean, you look at uh, Sting. I think Sting has definitely helped Darby and made Darby. It's Darby's work, but hey, this guy hangs out with Sting. I know what Terry Funk did for me and was just like, wow, Terry Funk has chose Tommy Dreamer to be uh, his mentor oh. and it helped. So yeah. if you if you take it like that and but, you know, with Terry, Terry could still go in the ring. Um, mm -hmm. So those are the keys when you do have if they're going to be there as an advisor. Cool. If they're going to be a heel. Eventually, that heel manager has to get hit. If that person can't get hit or if that person can't take bumps, then no, then make them a baby face. And, you know, you could do certain things where can you lay on the floor and we'll say you got jumped backstage to try to get sympathy, sympathy. on you if you're a baby face. So there's ways around it. But if you're a heel, the heel, if you're a heel, the heel, the heat has to go to your guys as opposed to the heat going on to you. And I think both of you guys make great points. You know, Thunder, you're right. If you're bringing somebody like that in, you better use them in the right way to really mentor the talent that you have on your roster, your younger talent. This is Nature Boy Ric Flair, in my opinion, the greatest of all time. And I think there's a lot of wrestling fans that share that opinion. And here he is in your company. Think about that. You know, if there's a young NBA team and then the person that's going to be in the locker room to mentor them is Michael Jordan. You know, I, I would hope that the players on that basketball team are going to listen to somebody like Michael Jordan because the guy's been there, done that. He's the greatest of all time. That's the nature boy, Ric Flair. He's been there. He's seen it all. He's been in any kind of big match. And he's battled in promos with the best of them. I mean, the guy, in my opinion, one of the greatest feuds, the nature boy, Ric Flair, and the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Yes. Like, you know, he lived that. He was a part of that business. So it's so to me, that's invaluable to be able to have somebody like that in your locker room. It is. And um, and he's so current with times, you know, with like the energy drink, uh, all his other ventures that he's done outside the rap, of wrestling. I mean, rap, hip hop, the rap, hip hop. Oh my, I was are, just going to say, yes, I, last time that he was on, on studio, I was going to I was going to rap. I was going to rap for him. his song and I was like, that's the kind of stuff. Everybody knows who Ric Flair is. Everyone. Even the little kids right now because of all the music, because, I don't know, the weed, because of X, Y, and Z, you know? So he's a very current individual. And um, like I said, I'm just very, very curious to see what uh, he is going to be doing. I'm curious to drink the drink, the woo drink. And I am curious to see what storylines are going to put him in yeah, and see where this goes. And AEW better be prepared for a lot of wooing now, and especially during chops. <laughs> that's yeah. that's one thing that <laughs> you brought to your company. Um, but yeah, I mean, Rick Rick is so very very current. Rick, uh, you know, if you go to a Devils game, if you go to the Charlotte uh, Carolina Hurricanes, whenever they score a goal, it's the Rick Flair going woo. I think they do it in. Brooklyn as well for the Nets it's you know he's he's part of uh pop culture when it comes to that when everybody knows what those woos are and who they are Tommy did you ever want to be part of a 
you know, pop culture. Because I remember like last year when I was a champ or even before, like that was one of my goals. It's like, yeah, I just don't want to be a regular wrestler. I want to be part of the of like pop culture, like Rey Mysterio is. Like you put the mask on. Like I saw just a commercial uh, yesterday about, I don't know, like some depression medication. And there was some guy dressed like a, a, a heavy set guy dressed up like Rey Mysterio. And I was like, see, like that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. And yeah, like, that was me. <laughs> no, that that was not you. Oh, okay. That Sorry. was not stop. you. Stop, stop, stop. No <laughs> but, need to talk but... about bully. Um, listen. Oh my god. Uh, uh, to be, I, listen I, I, to I answer did. your question, I've always lived in the wrestler bubble. Um, I, I've done television. I've done movies. When I was younger, people were like, "Hey, you're pretty good at this. You should think about it." But all I wanted to do was wrestling. And then mm-hmm. I guess I changed the culture or the pop culture in pro wrestling with ECW. So I'm cool with that because this is all I've ever wanted to do. Would I've loved to have done other stuff? Sure. Um, but this has been my, my love and my passion since I was 10. So I'm cool. With it. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. 
we won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Big show coming up uh, tomorrow. Obviously, Crown Jewel. And a lot of times we talk about the Saudi shows almost like glorified house shows. Not the case with what we're going to see tomorrow on Peacock. No, this is definitely the most um, organic to the week-to-week stories, to the full-time, every-week roster. Uh, This is not – I mean, this is the first – this might be the first Saudi show. I don't have this stat written down, but I'm kind of going off my memory here. This might be the first show they've done in Saudi Arabia that doesn't have Brock Lesnar. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So they they normally go towards Brock or – you know, this is all through the past, you know, six years. You know, they go to Brock or Taker. Or Triple H, you know, they they go to somebody who is, you know, a, you know, a, a part timer or a or a, you know, one off, you know, when when needed for the marquee, and that just is not the case. I mean, they they, they have Cena, but you know, it's not. But John's been, you know, he's been on TV pretty regularly, so that doesn't even feel so much, um, you know, as as a plucking of of a part time star. And again, I think Cena is somebody who you know, you always, no matter how famous and and. And great he is in Hollywood. He's always going to be WWE. He has that. He has that to him. So yeah, I mean, you're looking at uh, a lot of matches here that are that are part of storylines that have been going on for weeks and months. So this really is a show in Saudi Arabia that is um, very much, you know, going to determine how do we progress towards Survivor Series. Yeah, you just said something very interesting and so true, Justin, because you always heard that. They want the the legends. They they so they we've seen them bring out Shawn Michaels out of retirement. We've seen the Undertaker. Like you see, we've seen Triple H. Like you talked about Brock Lesnar. This really shows Justin to me why the WWE is firing on all cylinders, Justin, because the WWE is with their their roster right now that you see week in and week out. The stars are the stars. That you don't really need. And we said this about, you know, last year's WrestleMania. I don't think you need to trot out the legends anymore when it comes to the WWE. They're giving you such compelling stories and matches, characters and personalities. I think the WWE has really turned the corner, Justin, when it comes to bringing back those legends of the past. Well, I agree. I mean, but let me just look at the depth that they have right now. And we can go from top to bottom. We can talk about depth in the mid card for, I mean, look, we have a fatal four way coming up. I think Monday for for who's going to be you know Gunther's next challenger for this you know historic IC title run, and and you know they're building the tag divisions back up. But just look at the very top. Look at with Roman Reigns. I, I know two is not a high number, but when you look at it and you look at um, the energy that's there, there are two baby faces that the audience is debating over but still has a thirst for to see dethrone Roman Reigns. The Cody Rhodes is still there from last year's Mania. It's not going to go away, and the whole finish of the story, it's still there. Where it's going to go, we'll have to wait and see. But Cody's there, and now LA Knight has emerged and, of course, is challenging Roman Reigns this weekend. There's two right there, two full-time stars that are on TV every single week that are – pure cut baby faces they have some edge to them 
right? They're, they're they have yeah. some edge to them. They're not they're not that white meat baby face as the terminology would go, but they are baby. They're, 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 there's there's no I hate the the freaking term tweener. There's no debating. Are they a tweener? Are they the anti-hero? No, they are they are baby faces. They're kissing babies, shaking hands. Um, you know when when they're at the live events, we have two of them right now. Two that are very interesting that people are debating who should be if either who should be and who's going to dethrone Roman Reigns and his historic run. I cannot recall the last time WWE legitimately had two baby faces like that to debate over. It's been a long time. It's a great point because there was a point in time when it came to the WWE that there, we may not have even had one. You know, we were talking about, we were having a conversation that we were never going to see another John Cena or The Rock because the brand is bigger than one superstar. But here we are. And you know what? Like, he's already a champion. But you could throw Seth Rollins in the mix, too, of like three huge babyface wrestlers that the fans absolutely love. And that you could argue over which one is the biggest star and what's the hottest star right now. But you're absolutely right when it comes to L.A. Knight and Cody Rhodes, Justin, like... That's the debate. Like, I'm I'm on Team Cody. A lot of people are on Team LA Knight right now. But which one of those stars? And I think, Justin, that goes a long way in what we're going to see tomorrow. I, all eyes are going to be on LA Knight tomorrow about whether he can take that next step or is this where he takes that step back and Cody Rhodes emerges as we get closer to WrestleMania. Well, and that's... That's the that that is the biggest question for me of how they get out of this. And when I say get out of it, meaning like how you know how do they execute booking, entertain everybody, send everybody home, you know, satisfied but still wanting more is no. I don't think L.A. Knight's leaving Saudi Arabia as the new champion. I don't think he's you know for a lot of reasons. I I think it's still a little too quick in terms of you know his uh, his approach to Roman Reigns and the story. I, I also just don't. I mean, the Saudi shows are great for the for the country and for the re- and, and they're great spectacles. But I just I just don't feel like something like that happening on, on this kind of a show. Um, I, I feel like if they're going to do if they're, if they're going to have Roman Reigns dethroned after this crazy run, I feel like it's going to be on one of their on one of WWE's bedrock shows. Survivor Series, Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam. I, I just I just don't you know, that's just me, you know. But so but I, but I also don't think just because if L.A. Knight doesn't beat Roman this weekend. I don't think that means he's to the back of the line. I I still think there's going to be a a want there from the crowd. I think if if they can book this properly to where LA Knight just gets highway robbed, you know, you leave people wanting more and still feeling like, Hey, this guy could still be the guy. I mean, it's not, it's, 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 it's harder to do than what I'm saying. They have to do it right, but I do trust that they can do it right. And I do feel that there's enough pieces around uh, the around all participants that they can make this happen. Um, can I interject here? Of course. Of course. Some of your conversation, uh, most of your conversation leads me just down a different path where I want you to think. Um, WWE is super blessed right now when you talk about over baby faces. Yes, Cody. Um, yes, LA Knight. Jay Uso is up in that conversation. Yep. Sami Zayn is in that conversation. You also have Kevin Owens, who's not been back wrestling yet uh yes you have john cena you have ray mysterio they are blessed with over baby faces and seth rollins being your champ where if you really think about seth 
who's been key to all of this because he got a made-up title over. People really want to see him defend this title that I don't even think has been around a year. So Seth has been a key cog in all of this to, hey, they're fighting for this title. When you go the LA Knight um, route, people are on that bandwagon, and rightfully so. He's so entertaining. Uh, I agree with Justin with um, Roman Reigns. If he's going to lose it, it has to be at WrestleMania to endorse who's going to be the next Roman Reigns. Um, I was looking at the card. Uh, Another big thing where we're also talking about, there's eight women on the Saudi show. Yeah. If you remember early Saudi shows, hey, no women. So I'm talking about progress and progress being made, just like what Seth Rollins has been doing uh, with that title. But a, a bigger progress is culturally where we talk about pop culture. We have eight women being represented in Saudi Arabia and where it's becoming a norm for this to happen in a country where that's not normally happening. And then I was also just looking up when you say about the use of veterans where you don't have to rely on that. I was looking at one of my favorite teams of all time, the 96 Yankees, because I want to remember who was on that people who sat on the bench because they were older players, Tim Raines, Daryl Strawberry, Cecil Fielder, because they had young Jorge Posada, um, Mariana Rivera, Andy Pettit, Derek Jeter, all the core four, Bernie Williams, where these guys sat back and didn't play in this World Series as much. You know why? Because let the stars go. Because these guys are in their prime. And that's why they were one of the greatest teams of all time. So um, I agree 100% with this conversation, but just wanted to point out a lot of uh, really, really cool things that the WWE is doing, especially with these crown jewel. And I know travel is always uh, a bitch, but when you get to perform in front of a crowd like that and a very, very appreciative crowd, crown jewels have always kicked ass and they've been really, really good shows. So I'm expecting one on Saturday. I totally agree with that. I, I think, and and like Justin said earlier, this is really like probably the best example of a show that's really going with the current storylines. It's not just a standalone right. show. This this could be a premium live. It is, you know, a premium live event uh, for fans. And and Thunder, I know you're super excited because what Tommy just said as well is that now women are being represented on this show because the first the first show in Saudi. They weren't able to have any women on the show. You know, all. you know that there was so much going on that in that show. And I remember we were having a conversation and where some of the talent were kind of like boycotting it, too, because yeah. they were not letting women go. And I remember that was a big controversy. But now it's it's like I'm looking at, you know, the makeup and it's and it's pretty diverse, too. And you're just not having like a certain type of people just going. You have pretty much a lot of representation in this in this roster and. And it was, you know, it's just so nice to see when you see advancements in, in different things. But uh, but now um, you see that people are coming in together for the company. And I don't know if it's the bookers over there or whoever they're asking, like they're changing their mind too and going with the flow that is, is making this more, you know, direct to what's happening on TV. That's one of the questions, Justin, I was going to, I was going to ask you, like, do you think that the Saudis are like, you know, we kind of like what's going on on TV. This is now what we, we would like to support you bringing this and there's continuity or like it, WWE said, uh, guys, 
So we're heading to this show and this show. We would like to have this. And we have this, you know, because before it was different. Like, what do you think it's it's now we have this to see this big, big change? No, it's a great question. I, I've always wondered exactly. You know, we know that there's obviously influence from from Saudi Arabia, you know, and we've seen, you know, when they did like the the one of the great battle royals or royal rumbles, whatever they called it, and and, and Mansoor won. And, and you know, he was WWE WWE's audience did not know who he was, but he won because he was Saudi Arabia. So like we know that there's been some influence. But to the to the point of the women, I, I Thunder, I don't know. That's a great question. I I I would think, you know, you have you had this you had the one match uh, wrapped around Rhea Ripley, who, you know, I think if WWE just communicates to them and says, look, this is one of our most polarizing talents. Man, man, you know, man or woman. You know, she 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 gets some of the biggest reactions at every city we go to. I don't know where she's at in the merch, but you know, from what I can see in the crowd, it looks like she's selling some shirts of all the different variations of, of her mommy shirts. So, I mean, I, I would just think that at this point, excuse me, Saudi, you know, would trust WWE to like, look, we're going to, you know, now that, now that we've broken down the barrier, now that we've had several women's matches over the years, that shouldn't be a question anymore. We know we can have women on the show. I would think that they would just trust WWE to bring you know to, to bring the to bring the biggest bang for the buck the big the other and and and, and you if, you, if you're going to do that how do you not have Rhea Ripley yeah uh and company on the show uh but I but I agree I love the diversity and not just Thunder not just the diversity of what we're seeing of the women that are going to be on a show in Saudi Arabia and we're culturally uh progressing things but just look at a show in the states I love how diverse WWE has gotten with you know once upon a time if you were going to be a female on camera in WWE you were going to be a certain height of a certain look, of a certain hair color, and now, you know, all shapes, sizes, and colors. And I think that's that's really cool to see that they've um, they've expanded that, uh, you know, in their in their roster. If I you mean, remember, I think. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Tommy. If you remember the early press conference that Triple H said, it's kind of like, and that's why you got to say you got to trust the process. At times, it does work and it does get over because from the first crown duel, jewel. And Dave, if you remember, sometimes they would just kind of like slot it in yep. like, hey, we have this pay-per-view, but oh, by the way, we have this crown jewel. Now, yes, everything is garnered towards that. But it is it's, you know, when Thunder talked about it, about changing culture and changing, you know, it's not even pop culture. It's changing the way people think where it's more acceptable uh, for the biggest thing is women for coming there. I mean, you also think about it, we're not in the, the most peaceful times in the world. And for mm -hmm. an event like this to happen is very, very cool because it does try to, you know, maybe try to open up people's minds or like coming together, like change can happen. So it's a it's a cool event. But if you really think about going back, because they had a lot of slack and heat because they were going there um, and it was like, oh, you're taking all this blood money, all that stuff. But then, you know, there, it has been working for what they've been doing. And, you know, you you've seen boxing going on over there you just recently saw undertaker and vince sitting uh so there's there's been a lot of because they want that mainstream entertainment in their country they have the money for it and they want this mainstream uh money i mean entertainment because they paid a lot of money for it yeah and not and, just and, taker not not just taker and vince sitting there you know <laughs> taker you vince mike tyson and eminem what a start to a great walk into a bar joke and it's Mike Tyson and Eminem walk into a bar. But also to your point, Tommy and, and Thunder and Justin, like Vince McMahon said, this is our home now. Like he actually said, this oh, yeah, is our right. home when he was being interviewed. Like, I think 
you know, we always talk about it that, you know, we get so caught up in, you know, ratings and attendance. Pro wrestling is global, especially the world of the WWE is global. One last thing, Justin, before we let you go, and thanks for coming on this morning, as always. You don't think there's going to be a change with that undisputed WWE Universal Championship, but I actually think we are going to see a title change hands tomorrow, and I think it's going to be that United States Championship. I really feel like Logan Paul is going to beat Rey Mysterio tomorrow. Do you think we're going to see a title change tomorrow, Justin? I do. That would be the title change as well for me. I do. I, I, I think, obviously, Rey Mysterio does not need it. And Logan Paul has proven in the WWE world that he can win the title and he will then defend, you know, he will have a, he can defend it. He has proven that he can go in the ring. So I think Logan Paul, the heat magnet that he is walking around saying that he is now the champion of the United States of America. Uh, I, I think there's so much potential where he can take that title. I mean, he's photographed everywhere he goes. He's recorded and podcasting everywhere he goes. Crazy following. Um, you know, so I, I absolutely think that would be best for business to have him beat one of the most lovable baby faces ever in pro wrestling and Rey Mysterio. Uh, on the Saturday show, Denise and I brought up, and it was her, and it got a lot of traction. Uh, she thought of Logan Paul beating Ray and then doing Logan Paul versus LA Knight at either the Rumble or WrestleMania. And if you want to take LA Knight and keep him on, you know, not win the title, but then how you get him to that next level and then having LA Knight with the secondary title in the company can really continue his momentum, whether it's at the Royal rumble, which would be a marquee matchup, take him Mm -hmm. out of the rumble doesn't need to be in it to, so he doesn't have to not win it, but then puts him in a marquee match. Or if you try to extend it to WrestleMania, those are some big ass matches. I love a lot of, there's going to be a lot of pissed people. I can tell you that. (laughs) But you know what? That's what you want him there for. That's Called heat, that's thunder. Dude, he like Damn, man. You think about it. It's just it. like you know, David, it's just like I was reading an article and it's like him and his brother they're being blamed from like destroying boxing. So this is a perfect time for him to win a championship. Destroy they're like, wrestling now they're gonna destroy too. wrestling too. You know, <laughs> so just saying. He's too good at it to destroy it. He's just he's he's amazing and he's fantastic. <laughs> Busted open as part of the Sirius XM Sports podcast network if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more please give a five-star rating and leave a review subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast catch the full three hours of busted open monday through saturday at 9 a.m eastern on sirius xm foundation channel 156 go to siriusxm.com backslash busted open trial to start your free trial today the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it want more helpful tips like this go to keep for games quizzes and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand